0: Hey, spooky mamas! Welcome back. Today, we are discussing the unsolved disappearance of Liliana Moreno and her daughter Daniela. On Tuesday, May 31st, 2016, the Miami-Dade Police Department got a phone call from a family member, stating they had not spoke to Liliana or have not been able to reach her at all in over 24 hours. This was alarming to Liliana's family because they spoke daily. And a majority of her family members lived in Columbia, so communication was key. She spoke with her mom and sisters every day, either by text, call, or social media. So the officers was going to provide a wellness check. They arrived at her apartment complex, and the door was locked, but no one would answer. They were able to get the door unlocked, and once they arrived in the apartment, they seen everything they needed to. Liliana's purse, wallet, driver's license, all of her cash, debit cards, and her passport was there inside the apartment. There was food sitting on the stove and Liliana's car was actually still in the parking lot of the complex. There were no signs of a struggle, but the scene promptly led investigators to suspect foul play. Since there was no signs of a struggle and all of her personal belongings were left, it's believed they both left in a hurry. And after contacting Daniela's school, They also learned that she hadn't been in school for almost a week. So right away, family and authorities had one person in mind, Daniela's father, Gustavo Alfonso Castano. Liliana and Gustavo had known each other due to their careers, but were never actually in a relationship. Gustavo was actually married to another woman when Daniela was conceived. Unfortunately, Daniela was a secret. Now, Daniela, at this time in 2016, was nine years old, and he had just entered her life. Unfortunately, him and Liliana had a rocky relationship when it came to co-parenting, according to her family, but he says otherwise. He says they were cordial when it came to co-parenting Daniela. Now, when the investigators question Gustavo, he says he's seen them on Monday, May 30th, he stated he went to their apartment at 11 a.m. to see Daniela. He said Liliana was cooking when he arrived, and he declined food that she offered him. He then asked, did they want to go with him to Home Depot? And they said, sure. They left the apartment complex and headed to Home Depot. Gustavo then tells the investigators, both him and Liliana got into an argument inside the vehicle. She asked to be let out. He said he let the two of them out at the Home Depot, on Okeechobee Road near the Florida Turnpike. He said he was so upset he didn't even go into the Home Depot. He just left them there and went to his warehouse where he worked. He worked up a little bit and decided to go check on them where he dropped them off in the Home Depot parking lot. When he got there, they were no longer there, and he supposes someone picked them up. Sometime before the disappearance, he apparently had threatened to hurt Liliana's family And this was the family located in Colombia that he threatened. This scared her so bad, she reached out to the Colombian consulate about this issue. Now, I couldn't find what the exact threats were, why he made them, or the follow up, so I'm not sure what that entails. Six days after Liliana and Daniela's disappearance, a family member called 911, informing them they were worried about Gustavo Harmon himself. They found him in a parked vehicle behind a Home Depot. He had a box cutter that he stabbed himself in the neck with. The officers were trying to help him when he started to fight and resist. The officers in the scuffle tased him, and he lost his right eye. Gustavo's home, vehicle, and warehouse were searched. Cell phone records were pulled. They searched in dumpsters, and they dived with sonars searching the glades and the Okeechobee River. The border was even checked to make sure they didn't travel out of country to Colombia to be with family. Nothing has turned up, unfortunately, in any of these searches, and Gustavo has adamantly denied having anything to do with Liliana or Daniela's disappearance. There's no evidence, nothing tying him as of yet, for them to even arrest him. Liliana's family is still looking for her and Daniela. Her brother Eduardo even moved to Florida from Colombia to be near the case, and to be present in searches. They want to know what happened to their sister, their daughter, their niece, their granddaughters. They just want to know what happened to these loved ones. The family does believe Gustavo is responsible. They state that he didn't seem concerned as the father of Daniela, and he never helped with any of the searches at all. Till this day, there has been no sign of Liliana or Daniela. It's been almost six years since both mom and daughter has disappeared. May 30th of this month will make six years of their disappearance. Unfortunately, there has not been official suspect named in this case. But what we do know is Gustavo was the last person to see them before they disappeared. And this is where the Miami-Dade police and FBI need your help. The day he picked them up and dropped them off, he was in an old white van. Now, I am not good with vehicles, but I've seen the picture. And when you think of this van, it is the big old vans that we in a joking manner say, the old creepy rape vans. That's exactly what he was driving. It was white. Liliana was 42 years old when she went missing. She's a Hispanic female with brown hair, brown eyes. She is 5'4". And in my research, there was conflicting ages for Daniella. It would say she's eight. It would say she's nine. So at the time, Daniela was either eight or nine when she went missing, and she was four foot, brown eyes, brown hair. Today, she would be either 14 or 15, and I will include an age-progressed picture that was done on her. There is a $25,000 reward um, by the FBI for any tips that lead to their whereabouts. You can contact them at one 800 call fbi or you can contact the Miami Dade Police Department at 305 476 5423. You can remain anonymous. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate me on Apple or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Spooky Mama Podcast. And if nothing else, you can always share to your friends and word of mouth. I hope you have a wonderful week and a spooky-ass Monday. Stay spooky, babies.